Here's the situation. A powerful man, capable of powerful things, tells you that he's going to take away the thing you most love in the world unless you can bench press 10,000 pounds in one day. How much weight do you put on the bar when you start the challenge to see whether or not you can bench press 10,000 pounds in one day? This is Here's the Situation. I'm TJ Jagodowski. And I'm Rush Howell. This is a very real podcast about very hypothetical situations. Uh, And then uh, our topic today, or our theme, our loose theme today, is uh, muscles and muscles. Um, You can spell it how you want to, both ways. Um, So we're calling this episode Muscles on Muscles. Um, And uh, I got one for you, Rush. Great. Uh, This this is probably, probably a fairly easy one. Here's the situation. A goddess comes down to you and says, I will give you a superhero body. You can, you can have that. You won't have to do anything to maintain it. You will have a superhero physique. But So status quo. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> nothing changes except for the fact that if you are, to, um, for, if you are ever, ever to leave the house, you must wear a spandex top and only a spandex top. Oh. If it's wintertime, you can put on a coat. But if you are going to go to a wedding... It'll be a nice pair of pants and a spandex top. You go out to eat, you're wearing a spandex top. You are jacked and <laughs> gorgeous, you know, right. absolutely gorgeous. Okay. The the envy of everyone's eye. But you will be wearing of your of your choice your choice of color, but a spandex top. Right. So I'm. Just, it's so braggadocious, mm-hmm. right? Because I just and and by the way, like a lot of superheroes tend to do that, right? So I like the the concept. Uh, so the body upgrade would be really phenomenal for me. Would really enjoy being able to do that. Um, re- struggling now, going to a trainer a little bit and still like getting nowhere. Uh, so that would be a big plus. I don't think though. I I don't think I could do it. I don't no. think I would be willing to show up at like engagement after engagement. First of all. Um, I'm assuming for my job, I would be allowed to put a coat and tie over the the spandex shirt. But if not, no way, baby. Okay, well, yeah, I can't do it. I mean, you know, you can, I can't go to court. Get a new job, dude. Yeah. Get a new job, just being gorgeous. Well, that's true. You could do pretty much anything uh, if you had a superhero body. That that's an interesting point, right? Is you could you could probably just model or something. Yeah, like that. physical, uh, you know, personal I, trainer. Or something I just like don't. That. I just don't think so, though. I, I think that. Uh, I I would I would be roundly mocked by everyone who's like oh there he goes again you know mm-hmm. only wears that stuff <laughs> just got to show off everywhere he goes especially odd that he wears regular pants uh, under there how about you are you doing it no dice yeah. I'm uh I would describe myself as probably vain but I like to keep my vanity private okay uh, so yeah no dice I'll, I'll I'll keep my lumpy I'll keep my lumpy body and wear what it wear whatever the hell I want to I, I think that's I think that's where you got to go. <laughs> All right, here's the situation, TJ. This yes. one's for you. Um, you are in a small town mm-hmm. in, let's call it Maine. You okay. spend some time in Maine, right? I have. Uh, you're in a small town in Maine, like a fishing town. Yep. Okay, and this this one muscles the seafood. Maybe great. Think of this, but uh, you are um, you're walking along, it, just having a great day. Uh, you stopped at some like art museums along the coast. You. Uh, you've just been kind of uh, walking along, enjoying like a lobster roll in the afternoon. Wonderful, and uh, just really having a, a nice time. And as the um, as the as the afternoon, late afternoon is rolling in, uh, you're walking along um, a, a somewhat um, 
relatively uncrowded street where there's uh, uh, like a bar and and grill or a tavern, if you will. Uh, and you're, you're not planning to go by there or stop in or anything like that. But as you walk by, you see um, sitting outside. And let's say this town probably doesn't have a population more than about a thousand people, okay. if that. And you see sitting outside of the bar, two people, one of which looks exactly like you, almost exactly, uh, except he's got an eye patch. Okay. And he appears to, he's a little more weathered than you. He appears to maybe he's a fisherman himself, but he, I mean, it is, it's, it's almost like looking in a mirror and he's in a conversation with, uh, someone else who looks nothing like anyone that, you know, uh, and somebody you don't recognize. And the conversation starts to get relatively heated. And the fisherman version of you reaches across the table, stabs this guy in the neck, killing him. Mm. Two other people are walking out, witness this, run away. Fisherman version of you seems to take, doesn't care, doesn't chase after them, and just sits there slowly sipping on his beer and then gets up and begins walking away. What do you do in that situation? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you report it to the police? I was so hoping this guy didn't walk up to me and poke my eye out uh, because I'd be a dead, you know, then I'm just an absolute dead ringer. Uh, Yeah, I go to the police. I'm my, uh, my moral, my, my moral makeup wouldn't allow me not to. Um, And even though I mean, like on the upside, I can give this guy, I can give the cops an exact description of, of the perpetrator in this, in this case. Right. Um, but yeah, I go to this. I go to these. As I, I'm also thinking, this is town's only a thousand. The cops are going to know this guy more than likely. You know, like if he's, it's chances are this is not his first time, first and only time ever in town. Um, so given this guy's likely penchant for other violence, that they would have had some run-ins with this cat. Uh, you know, um, and I'm praying to God he's a bona fide one-eyed guy and not just a dude who wears. Who wears an eye patch? Because uh, otherwise, what we're absolute, absolute ringers for each other. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I go. I go to the police. I go to the small town police. I go Does to Angela your, Lansbury to help. <laughs> okay. Help. Does your answer change if he doesn't have the eye patch? Uh, no. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta go. Okay. I, gotta, I gotta go and just and just hope that they don't. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna think. Yeah, like, is, you're in bad shit. You're uh, yeah. you're in a. It's high, less than ideal at this point. It's high less than propensity ideal. that you end up jailed in a small town for a murder that you did not commit. Yeah, I still got. I still gotta go because otherwise, like, what am I? I'm gonna live like potentially on the run because if they put like a picture of this guy out, I don't know. You know, like maybe it wouldn't be like a national thing, but like this guy's wanted. There's gonna be pictures of basically me everywhere. I'm going to need some help. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, like, you just fly back to Chicago though. And you, you may be pretty safe there. Maybe. But then, you know, what if, what if this guy kills again and kills again and kills again, this becomes a big deal. Then my picture is going to end up everywhere. The picture of him, but that looks just like me is going to end that's up. That's true. And you, I want to get like, ahead of this. Yeah, thing, you know? don't want, yeah. You don't want to like one of history's most famous serial killers <laughs> right, to end up like, being, you know, Oh, that's all anybody will talk about. <laughs> the guy who invites people to lunch. <laughs> and and kills them. Yeah, you know, like I I, I got to get ahead of this. I got to get ahead of this. Yeah, you? And, and there's no well. So I mean, 
no part of you considers going and speaking to this man. No, he's just he's just killed. Right. But yeah. but like just killed sits there for two minutes finishing his beer. That's super frightening. That's yeah. more chilling. More yeah. chilling. Yeah. More chilling than if uh oh, than if he immediately took off. Yeah. Now what oh, if yeah. all right, so it seems like he's ready to dump this on me. That he like his his casual nature makes him seem like he's pretty sure he's not gonna get nabbed for this. Yeah, I mean, it just may be like he's lived a tough life at sea, and he's just not that worried about stuff. And what could happen at sea to make you that tough? I don't, I don't know. It's Good Lord. I mean, it's 2019 still, right? <laughs> I don't know. He's out there. He's like, he saw too many sunfish, and he... I don't know. <laughs> he he got hardened. There. Maybe he came from Alaska. He's, this is now he's just come to Maine. What do you think he's of Alaska? A, uh, he's a king crab <laughs> fisher. He's out there doing like some tough stuff. I've seen I the guys know. on Deadliest Catch that hunt murderers. Wow. You know, and then, and then really calm afterwards. Hey, I don't know. This guy just doesn't, <laughs> it just doesn't phase him. Now, what, so what if instead, um, so let's, let's, let's take a few of those points away and say, instead of him calmly uh, getting into an argument over lunch and then sta- or over a drink and stabbing this guy, instead you see this guy, um, he appears to be that he's getting assaulted first and in self defense, uh, responds with excessive force, mm-hmm. killing his uh, rival. Yep. Uh, people walk out of the bar, see that happen a little too late to maybe know the story in full. They run away. Him seeing those people, he panics and runs away. Now, now are you just in the exact same spot? You're going to yep. run in and try to help uh, the police find this guy and and you know argue for him and you look I, like you're his twin. I go the, yeah, I go to the cops and say like, hey, you know, it, it was you know it was provoked, but yeah, and maybe even it was self defensey but I'm still I'm still going. I, I just wish I would have had a chance to meet the guy before all this went down because it would have been such a trip to be like. Hey man, we look so much like each other. Isn't it weird? You know, yeah. like get get a couple of pictures before all this all this happened. You know. Well, you're now you're glad that you didn't. Yeah. Probably. Or no, I would. That would be so good. Well, because then right, I'd have even more photographic proof to be like, hey, there is a dude who looks just like me who's not me, and right. I just took a picture. But with then him. it's just which of the two of you is like a better liar, and then like the fact that you had the two the photos together. Make huh. them the cops are just like I don't know. They seem like they're in it together. Then they go that, around and they blame murders on one another. Then at that point, I just pull out what you said. Like this hardened guy is from you know <laughs> for the sea is hardened. This man, I'm I'm tender as you know <laughs> right. a baby's underbelly. Uh, you're like I I bet this man. He's <laughs> absent. These circumstances could have just killed this guy and sat there and finished the beer. Check check your unsolved crimes all the way from all the way from the Bering Strait down to. Down to South South Harbor here. Yeah, no, I like it. You've got you've got a strong uh, compass that you're required <laughs> to report the murder. I, I think um, I would I would do the same as you probably everywhere until I'm not sure that I don't just leave it uh, leave it to the Lansbury to figure out what goes down yeah. on that last one where I don't know who's at fault and what and why mm-hmm. and I'm there's a there's a real chance and it, he's got the eye patch is gone again. There is mm-hmm. a real chance. That I'm going to end up framed for this killing, and the guy didn't probably even deserve to go to jail. Now I'm going to jail, and like these two witnesses, they're going to say, "Yeah, I, the guy looked exactly like this, mm-hmm. and I saw him finish this person." But he had an eye patch. But no, we're doing no eye patch. Oh, okay, again. no, we're eye back patch. to no gotcha. eye patch because oh, yeah. the eye patch is um, 
you know, that makes it a little too easy, perhaps. Yeah. But no, I don't. I really don't want to go to jail for a long time in a small town in Maine for a, for a murder I didn't commit. Yeah. All right. All right. I got one for you, Rush. And this is just a little bit of setup before I give you the situation. So when um, my wife Beth and I started dating, it took me a little bit of uh, of acceptance to to get good with the fact that she's got better arms than I do. Mm-hmm. They're stronger, more muscular better, more, more formed, you know, they're just, they're just better. And so I just had to like, okay, my wife is going to have, you know, better pipes than I am. I'm just going to have to learn to deal with that. So here's the situation. What one thing could you not deal with your romantic partner being more than you in, um, uh, you know, uh, muscular, successful, funnier, um, smarter, what uh, you know, or a physical attribute, or whatever. What what one thing could you be like? Nope, this is this is a deal breaker. I'll never be with this person. I mean, bigger dick would be a problem. Yeah, that would be a tough uh, one. I I guess I would say, I, I think it would be. Uh, I don't think I would want to be with somebody who's more competitive than I am. Mm. Because it's already a weakness of mine. I'm too competitive, certainly, and. Uh, th- a super competitive person with another super competitive person, I don't think is a good yeah. mit, you know, mix. I mean, you can talk about opposites attract and you can talk about um, same attracts or whatever. And I think opposites attract is certainly overrated and it's good to have common interest and common personality. But I, I just think you guys would just tear each other up. I think so. Yeah. I think I, I tend to get along a little bit better with, I mean, I don't have a problem with other kind of type A personalities, but I, I if they're really competitive like I am, um, we we can be excellent friends. But I, I think uh, it's a it's a step further if you're talking about your life partner. You're going to spend so much time with them, and I I don't want to. Uh, maybe this is partly informed. I watched A Star Is Born last night. Oh, okay, and. That was pretty good, but the, you know, they were both these uh, these singers, and their uh, the jealousy uh, seemed to lead to some of his uh, return to substance abuse, and I, I'd be less like concerned if she was like a better lawyer or funnier or whatever than me, um, but it would bother me if if she was even as competitive as I am, but but you know even more so. I think we would just, I think we would get in fights a lot, yeah, and. Uh, of the people that I've dated for a long time, um, it's always been less fun in, in the more volatile relationships. I have to have more, more, uh, you know, verbal fights yeah. than the ones where it, you don't really get in that many fights. Yeah. For me, the one thing, and it's more of a, uh, it's a physical thing, um, is taller. Okay. I, I could not, I could not be with, I mean, that would be a really tall lady to begin with. Not that I'm a monster, but she'd be six three, six four, or whatever. Right. And I just, I just couldn't, I, I couldn't do it. That's interesting. It. Yeah, because um, you, you, uh, if you're on like a dating site or something, like uh, women tend to, I, I would say, I mean, it's a cliche, right? But there's, this is definitely true. Um, more than almost anything, that's you know, kind of. Um, superficial, mm-hmm. they'll say you got to be at least so tall, right? And uh, I was talking to a friend of mine about this the other day because uh, I, I'm a little shorter than you. I'm, I'm maybe just under six feet, and 
uh, I, I really don't care. Like, I, I don't know why, but I don't care if the girl is 5'11". I don't care if she's 5'8". Um, you know, maybe 6'4", I would. Right. But uh, I don't, it, it's not like a big deal to me. And I, I was talking to my friend and I said, why is this such a big deal to these women? You know, is it, there's just something that they really care about that, that having the taller guy makes them feel more comfortable mm-hmm. or safer or what is right. it? Like, it's just, it's so prevalent that it's crazy to me. And I was surprised that he was, he, he was like you, he was like, well, I don't know that it's just the girl either. Right. Because he's like, I, I dated a bigger girl, not like, you know, taller than him by a couple inches. And he said, uh, ultimately I could never have just kept doing it Yeah, because, and I said, was it emasculating? And he said, no, I wouldn't say it was that. It was just, there were aspects of it that just felt weird. Yeah. Uh, and it was hard to get over. And, and the one that cracked me up is he said, when we were holding hands, it felt weird because it up. felt like I had to go, I got pulled up. Like yeah. my parent was walking me along. And the image of like us dancing together is something in my head. And it's not like, it's, I don't know why it's so unget overable for me. Cause it's not a real, you know, it's not like she's, she's a lovely person. She's funny and all that, but she's just taller. I don't know why I couldn't be, get over that hump. And I have in the few times that I've asked people about it. And, um, I think, I think it's, all straight people that I've asked, it seems universal that men and women prefer the man to be taller than the woman. From everyone, I've I've never met a woman who said, I'd like a guy shorter than me. I've never met a fellow who said, I'd like a woman, I'd prefer a woman taller than me. I don't know, and I'm intrigued by the fact, and it's, you know, it speaks to my ignorance. I don't know if that plays out at all in the LGBTQ community, if anyone, you know, like when it's um, two men, two women, if there's any preference or, you know, or, 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 or what have you, how it plays out. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd also be interested if you, if you've talked to many guys that are five, five or shorter, mm-hmm. um, whether they still have that same view. And, and and maybe to that point, do you care how much shorter? So if no. the girl was five no. feet tall, that's fine too. That's not going to be like a deal breaker. Half inch, inch, to up to a foot. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to me. Okay. Like not four foot 11, four foot 10, something like that. It's too short, but even a little bit. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, um, even that? Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yep. Okay, TJ, here is a situation for you. I love it. You are approached by a reality show okay that reality show uh is going to do uh the following it's going to take four good friends uh that they and they say you know tj we know you from tj and dave or the sonic commercials or something like that and they're gonna say we you know we we have an understanding that you're kind of a funny interesting guy and we're gonna let you pick your three people and we're gonna pay you half a million dollars each mm-hmm and the reality show is we're going to put you into a grocery store's seafood and meat counter area. Okay. <laughs> and each day, the four of you are going to have to eat your way out of the entirety of the contents of what is not purchased that day on the seafood and meat counter. Okay. Okay. So there's two aspects of it. One is you're going to have to like spend some time kind of hawking. Yeah, you, you know, got to move, you got to move product. You got to get a shill a little bit. And number bit. two is you got to figure out how you're going to take it down yeah. uh, each night in order to to finish it off. Now, they have a limit, okay, which is, and I don't know exactly, but I'm going to say the limit is two pounds per person okay. per evening. So oh, there would never be a spot. There would never be a spot okay. where you got to eat like six you know, trout fillets yeah. and then finish off like 
four pounds of ground shot. Okay. So it's, but whatever the limit is, it's, let's call it double what would be, um, your, your desired intake for a day worth of food. Mm -hmm. And you got to do this for, uh, two months for half a million dollars each. Okay. Uh, 60 days. Are you, are you willing to do that and have them tape you and just kind of see what happens in this meat and fish counter reality show? Absolutely not. Oh, well, no. No. I would no. see, I'm going to pay to watch that show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I might, I might, yeah. I don't, I don't know if they're setting <laughs> it up as a pay per view event. Yeah. I might watch it. Um, but no, no, I, I'm, I'm way too weird with, with food to begin with. Um, so like 120 pounds of protein over, over sixty days, I, I don't like fish. <laughs> um, there's a there's a lot. There's a bad. Yeah, bad fact. A lot here. Um, I don't want the pressure daily of like, you gotta buy all that. You gotta buy this, man. <laughs> well, you, you get to bring yeah, I just three friends. A, I just right? want a half pound of ground beef. Yo, know, four. Get four pounds of this ground beef. Yeah. You know, like yeah. And even if I was with people that I'd adore, yeah, I don't think I'd enjoy their. I don't think I have a chance to enjoy their company sweating my meat my meat sale that day oh. you know like and knowing the day ends with which, which, which for some people might be great you know like maybe somebody's like oh give me two pounds of steak and salmon you know like that yeah, just not, sounds not, not 69 that sounds row. just torture you that. torture oh and also you get, you get free reign in the rest of the grocery store oh, not that you need it because you're getting wonderful. half a million dollars right. a month to do this thing <laughs> but you know you can pick whoever you want so you can pick some like you got to mix and match. You're like, this guy loves fish. This guy loves ground <laughs> shock. I'm really not going to eat much of it at all. This is a this is a, a version of um, w- one that I, I know that you won't do, so I couldn't use it, which is um, there's this bar, this dive bar called Rossi's that, I, that we sometimes go to on State, oh, yeah. State Street Rossi's, in yeah. Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's interesting and what I think made me think of this was um, – you, you can see like the cool, they have like these big coolers in the back with tons of bottled beers and stuff. And then you can see like how many kegs and other things are back there. Okay. Yeah. And then yep. you, and then they have almost all the alcohol on display. So unlike most places, you have a pretty good sense of how much total alcohol mm-hmm. is in that building. And me and my friend Dan used to, uh, and this was when we were like young associates at, uh, at our law firm. Um, we have this like ridiculous, like ridiculous fantasy that like a, uh, a reality show would be like we're gonna huh. we're gonna take these two guys, strange brew style. You got to drink yourself out of the brewery. We're gonna put them in. Oh, is that the plot? Of strange <laughs> no, brew? no, no. It's not the plot. It happens. Okay. Oh well. See, I've never seen Strange Brew. So, but it was like this fantasy of like you got to go in there and you got one month to drink all the booze right. in there, and we're like drink oh. a path back out of the cooler. Yeah, you just to have the to door. Fi- you got to finish everything, and if you finish it all, it's oh, like Brewster's gosh. Millions, right? If you finish it all, you get this huge payday, yeah. and if you don't, then you, not only do you get paid nothing, but you've you know you've wasted your life. Oh. You've given up the job. You're gonna have to you- drink so much Midori. You're oh. gonna have to kill like butter butterscotch schnapps up the wazoo. But see, that's my like, favorite thing to talk about oh. is how you stage all of that oh. out, right? Because first of all. You're going to have days where you just make a big mistake oh. and then you wake up and you're like, there's really nothing I can do. And you're like, no, 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 you have to drink oh. eight beers today or else we're, we're not. Because remember, they got like 14 kegs. God so you get this baseline almighty. of just beers that you got to go through. And I can't remember whether it was a month or two months or three months, but we had some number that was if you if you really went hard, maybe you could do it. 
And I just thought like, oh, and you and you could have people come and deliver you pizzas or whatever, <laughs> but you could not leave the bar for any reason right. whatsoever. And they had right. a golden tea machine. <laughs> oh yeah, they did. And it was dark in there. Yeah. So you, and they had a really Fairly good decent jukebox. jukebox. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's right. and. We I mean, and it's pleasantly dingy in there. Oh. It's the kind of joint. It's such a nice little little plug for Rossi's. It's such a a bizarre little dive joint for the middle of downtown. Right, there's it's, no other bar like no. It it's an it's a it's a like a reverse oasis kind of kind of place. You know, like right in the heart of all this fancy stuff. There's this little dirty, dusty, dark, really like black. Yeah. I think the walls are black in there. Like it's a, it's a dark joint. Yeah. And I, I've noticed that it's gotten more popular as it's become um, really one of a kind there. I think uh-huh. there used to be more bars that were, and they've, they cleaned up some really terrible bars and you know, they're not nicer, but anyway, uh, so the, the, it would have been just very interesting. I think to watch two people, the drinking probably adds like some int- level of interest to the reality show to just watch these people have to deal with, um, the, uh, the human interaction mm-hmm. as they would get drunker and then, and then fighting through the hangover <laughs> and so forth. But I do think like oh. it would be in a lot of senses harder to go like sit down and be like, we have finished this fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th- I don't know. Cause you could convince yourself like, all right, it's high in omega fatty acids. Like it's good protein as yep. opposed to after day 42 of putting away a 12er, the sense of dread and like potential depression of it all. Like just seems to me like I don't, I I'd rather eat the fish. I'd rather eat the meat and fish than oh, yeah. have to have to work through like, Oh shit, dude. All we got left is the Malibu. Right. <laughs> But the the problem that, with the meat and the fish one is I can't do the thirty days mm-hmm. because y- you can't you can't have eat a piece of fish that was there you know you're right. just, you're gonna die right. every single person right. you got to turn off you gotta, and, and trichinosis and everything else you got to rotate the stock right and so that makes it a little <gasps> bit harder to yeah all right yeah. Rush I got one for you here's the situation you are given the ability to lift one thing or one type of thing up to 10,000 pounds. Cool. Okay. So, and what I mean by one type of thing, like if you chose like vehicles, you, you know, you couldn't, you don't have to just pick up buses. You could pick up any kind of, any kind of vehicle up yep. to about 10,000 pounds, more or less. You couldn't pick up a house, but you could pick up, you could pick up a school bus without any, without any problem. So I don't know if that's 10,000 pounds or not. Um, what, type of item or item would you choose to lift uh, to be able to lift and for what purpose okay so uh this is not my answer but i'm I just am moving right now and i i cannot <laughs> now that the movers are gone they put the sofa in the wrong spot and so i can't uh, move the sofa it's gotcha. driving me bananas because you know i'm not going to scratch the hell out of my <laughs> right. floor <laughs> slowly warming mm-hmm. right you know, like 85 <laughs> back point and forth turn. seesawing <laughs> yeah seesawing the sofa all the way uh the first thing that comes to my mind is weights for the purpose of actually being able mm. to lift more weight and actually get into shape more yeah. quickly but i'm not sure that that's really kind of fair with this question because i kind of think you already just have the ability to lift it so you, you can't use it as a way to uh might tone not build up muscle and, right and, and yeah. exercise so uh, that's gonna be 
that's going to be tough. What is a thing I often would like to be able to lift? I mean, vehicle makes a lot of sense if I had one, but I don't because mm-hmm. parking, like parallel parking, is you know <laughs> becomes a lot easier. Drop it in there because we're talking about <laughs> right. like it's it's no effort, right? No it's effort. Just, you just lift like, it right up, boom, and yep, you lift that, you put it down. Um, hmm. Here's one. Here's one that I thought that I think I would end up going with. Okay, um, by a little time here is, um, I think I would lift up. Huge sea animals, and I would unbeach, unbeach oh. whales. Oh. Like it, people always look as long so as ten thousand pounds. Yeah, less. the people always look so powerless when that happens. They're just standing around and like kind of trying to roll them back in, or they got to get a line and try and tie it to a boat and tow them back out. But if you know, assuming these whales, and I'm assuming they aren't, that something went on to make a whale beach itself, even though it's been happening for years and years and years, that there's something going on that's wrong about this, that I would love to be able to lift up a whale or, you know, a big ass, whatever, and get it back out into the water and send it and send it on its way. Those seem so tragic. (laughs) Yeah, you would feel great about yourself. Yeah, That's you know, for sure. And I'd be Unless like, it the like guy turned they around call. and then it just <laughs> right, keeps beaching right. itself. It's like, look, I'm just trying to die, man. You're like stopping <laughs> like, these whales. Dude, I can do this all day, man. Yeah, I can right. get you back out all day. And you're just like this whale. He just he just had a terrible breakup. He wants to end it all. And you're like, <laughs> he's wrong though. You just keep I know turning he, him back in. I know if he in. goes, if he makes it till tomorrow, he's gonna know. He'll he'll realize he's gonna be okay. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Um, <laughs> but you know, if I was just on like on call to oceanographies, like we got one, you got to get out here to Woods Hole and uh, get. Get this guy back in the back in the big salty. Yeah, it would be fun to throw satellites into orbit <laughs> sure. instead of yeah. Like, there you go. Just like you could save like us a ton of money by right. just being like, how we'll just throw that satellite into orbit. <laughs> it's as easy as a pie for him. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, animals is certainly would make a lot of sense. Uh, you could probably come up with a lot of really fun things. But I don't know, man. I think I'm going to just say, because I can't come up with a clever one, I'm going to just say furniture. Okay, yeah. Because, A, I could always have a great fallback of being, like, the greatest mover who ever lived. Yep. Uh, and I would think you could, I could charge extra for, uh, you know, that effective. But uh, your friends mover. are going to be calling you so often. Yeah, but again, it's it's really no skin off my back to right. do these yeah. liftings. Uh, and, you know, I'll probably get... A, I, there's worse lots in life than constantly visiting your friends for an ex for a, an activity that's hard for them but easy right. for you. That's true. That's a great way to look you at know? it. And so you can say, "Oh man, you know what?" And think about it. Uh, that would be actually like quite a lot of fun because people move what every three to five years, right? Maybe every seven years. I don't know, but I, I think it's less than that. So let's say it's every three to five years. You could have a steady stream of reconnecting with your friends who you don't see all that often. Right. And you're like, Putting oh, them yeah. in their home. Here which, we go. Yeah. Putting them in their new place, which is, you know, yeah. always a an emotional time for, for people too. It's stressful. And yeah, if you can make that really easy, that is a nice way to look at it. And what I would say for you is I'd say, please change your answer from whales to uh, me or airplanes <laughs> or something. So you could just deposit me very quickly into these other cities by like just lifting an airplane and running with it or something like that. Although airplanes certainly over 10,000 pounds. And I imagine, I think a lot of whales are too, but yeah. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. yeah, roughly. Can I, can I get, can I go back to back with you and give you, give you one more? Um, I, I, this, because this one's my favorite and the only one that was on muscles, the bivalve as opposed to the, to the human viscera. Um, so here's the situation. You're a spy. 
Uh, but right now, your cover is that of a waiter. And so you're having to work these shifts to try and pick up pick up info. So you, you're leaving the kitchen, and as you are, the chef says, hey, grab the, li- grab the specials list. And you grab the specials list and walk out to your first table. <clears throat> and as you open your little, you know, folder there with the with the specials on it to tell to tell your first table about them, you realize that none of the they are all brand new specials, and none of the ingredients are are listed as to what the what these what these specials entail. You're not going to go back to the kitchen at this point. We'll say so. I'm going to give you the name of one of the, of the specials. Okay, there's three of them, and you you have to just fake your way. You can't leave the table. You just have to. You know, like no, bro. I don't want to blow my cover. Yeah, you have to stay here. So, right. and and I assume that the people who I am spying on are frequent patrons to this restaurant, and I've gone deep undercover in I order it. to get. I love. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. be very dedicated to the craft. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. So they say, do you have any specials? They're like, I'd love to tell you about today's specials. You open the 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 little folder, the little waiter folder. What is that thing called? That the it's usually a checkbook that they have, but it's. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the name of it. or whatever, yeah. Um, so you open it up, and the first one is Muscles Mirage. Ah, so first up we have the uh, Muscles Mirage, and these are uh, very fresh mussels coming uh, just a few hours ago. And on top of that, we put a, uh, a strawberry puree, which uh, disappears into it uh, as, as it's layered on top, and you can't even see it anymore. And the taste, actually, as it mixes in, rather than tasting like a strawberry coming together with it, instead takes on uh, a bit more of a, a salinity and tastes as if you've put in uh, like a, a combination of, of ketchup and horseradish sauce. Oh, oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Um, uh Next, next, you'd li- love to tell them about the Pum de Neuf. Ah, the Pum de Neuf. Uh, not uh, recommended for the faint of heart. Uh, tonight's uh, Pum de Neuf is uh, a delicious um, beef Wellington oh. uh, and cut in half. And uh, then within the beef Wellington, uh, we take um, and spread, spread about, uh, about a teaspoon of peanut butter. Uh, and then uh, use that peanut butter as a uh, as a way for the sweetness to balance with the crispy uh, beef Wellington and the very tender meat. And then uh, on top of it is a light chocolate brandy. Oh, and beautiful. it's uh, it's uh, it's it's actually uh, what we sometimes refer to as the Reese's peanut butter cup <laughs> of beef Wellington. Boom, <laughs> and, and lastly, uh, you you'd love to tell them about the Babe in the Woods. Ah. And uh, if you're going to get just one thing uh, here at our <laughs> restaurant tonight, I must uh, recommend uh, the Babe in the Woods. You may have heard of a pig in a blanket. Of course, a sausage uh, wrapped inside of a pancake. Uh, this is a full suckling pig wrapped inside of a pizza crust. <laughs> the size of an extra large pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and that is our uh, baby like, in the woods. Like a pork uh, wellington. We, we need, you need uh, three hours lead time <laughs> if you're going to want that. So uh, you need to go ahead and order um, because as I realize as I'm describing it, we're not going to be able to produce that dish, whereas the others hopefully we can. Uh, thank you. That all, sounded, that all sounded great. All right. Well, let me give you, as long as we're doing those. So same thing. You're you're the, oh, okay. you're the spy. Let's see uh, what, what I'm going to come up with for... Um, what's uh what your dish is going to be um <laughs> let's call it um uh three nights in sydney oh you're lucky 
you guys are lucky. Um, these these spot prawns are uh, flash fried on a on a plank uh, on a wood on a cedar plank, and then served to you in uh, in banana in banana leaves wrapped in banana leaves. Um, so when you cut open the banana leaf, that that beautiful fragrant aroma uh, comes comes out of there, um, and it's uh, served with a side of a koala tartar. Ooh. Yeah, uh, which we we recommend you eat you eat you eat quickly. Uh, the koala don't keep. <laughs> um, that's an, and that's an appetizer, by the way. That's oh. an appetizer. Oh, yeah. very nice. Well, we also see that um, uh, for dessert uh, you have a basic creme brulee. I don't want that, but you also hmm. have something called the Wally Zerbiak. Yes, yeah, <laughs> the Wally Zerbiak. <laughs> uh, it's served in a it's uh, it's two sardines served on a goat. And a goat skull, <laughs> sardines where the eyebrows of the of the goat would be, and the goat skull still has the cheeks and the 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 goat slow roasted goat cheeks intact. Uh, so you just kind of scoop out, scoop out. Use a you know uh, this a special spoon to get the cheek out of there. Then we recommend that you lay the sardine right on top and take it as a take it as a single bite. Very nice. Well, that's. Uh... A savory dessert. Oh yeah, it, it sounds delicious. <laughs> it sounds delicious. Okay, should we uh, should we come back to where we? Uh, yeah, let's do opened it. Up? Let's so, do it. Let's uh, refresh our memories. So the situation was uh, a very a powerful man of powerful means comes to you and says he's going to take away uh, what's dearest to you in the world. Mm. Uh, it doesn't need to be that vague for you. Let's just say he's go- going to take your dog away. Okay. Um, but for anyone listening, it could be anything that you, you would really, really, truly hate hate to lose. And this person, there's no stopping him if he wishes to do this. Mm-hmm. He's a man of great means. And he says, uh, you must entertain me in order to stop this. And the way you must do that is you got to bench press 10,000 pounds in a day. And my question to you in that situation is, what are you putting on the bar to start your day off? How are you going to try to approach bench pressing ten thousand pounds in one day with, you know, something very important on the line? I'm going to do a hundo hundos. Does that get me there? It would. Yeah, I'll do a hundo hundos. I think, I think a hundred is is well within the realm of what I could what I could get off my off my chest there, and I think I could do a hundred. And then if I do ten sets, ten sets of ten, right? Ten right. sets of ten. I think I can get there. I think I could do that. So you got to do 10, 100 pounds, 10 times. Okay. I think I can do that in a couple hours. I think I bounce back from that fairly quickly, right? 100 pounds. I'm trying to think the last time I lifted 100 pounds as a probably working out in the basement of my folks' house when I was like a little after college. I think I could do that. I don't know. I, I really don't know how much I can bench press. For a lot of people that would listen to this and be like, well, I would bench press my normal routine, right? Two hundred, two twenty, and I pop them I would up. Do that yeah. ten times, and then I'm, you know. But for me, uh, gosh, I don't know. I mean, I, I would be hesitant to believe that I could do a hundred, a hundred times, and I would be very worried about um, blowing out the the arms, at, you know, at an early stage, and and just getting to a point where I can't lift any weight for however many hours because of the lactic acid. I don't know if. Uh, even if I blew out, you know, it got really. First of all, of course, you can't get injured, yeah. but but lifting a hundred pounds wouldn't wouldn't likely lead to an injury. But uh, 
My guess I'd, is call, I would... I'd call the guy names and say, give me a real challenge. You ain't going near my dog. Take me up to take me up to fifty thousand. Oh, and I'll no do chance. that. And there's I'll do that. No, no chance you're you're lifting fifty thousand pounds in a day. I could lift fifty pounds a thousand times. No, easy. Fifty pounds. Fifty pounds a thousand times. For what is sure. the what is the bar way? Forty five. The bar, yeah, the bar is like thirty five, forty anyway. Okay, so you're and you put fibers put on two each fibers, side? and you're gonna do it a thousand times. Sure. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I I want you sometime. I'm gonna in the blow next past couple of weeks. Ten thousand so easily. I'm just gonna make this guy sit there for the rest of the time and watch me just pound past that number. Yeah. Well, hey, you got you got him for twenty four hours. <laughs> so once you're once you're through, like you can taunt him all you want. That's interesting. I maybe I am totally wrong about um like muscle fatigue, but my guess is if you just took the bar, thirty five pounds you would eventually like your arms would like give out from just the repetitive motion. but i got all day right yeah, you do. You i can take a three-hour break if i want to you know yeah yeah you can yeah oh i do that i do that i take it i'll do this i'll do this make this real i'll do this okay all right well hey let's let's take the homework <laughs> and see i'm gonna try to do 100 pounds 10 times which will be one tenth of the way there and see whether uh, see how hard that is and then I'm also going to do the 35 pounds. I'm going to do that, what, 100 times. Yeah. And see if I get, if it's like fatiguing or not. My, I just if feel you like do, it would you be. could do 50, 200 times, right? I mean, it's basically the, the bar with two, bar with a pair of fives. I don't know. Right? And you do it 200 times. Yeah. I, you, you definitely think it's easier than I think it's going to be. I bet you get on a, if, I bet you if we just laid you flat on the couch over there and I put 50 pounds on you, you'd be able to get that thing off you. No problem. Yeah. 200 times. Yeah. All right. Let's go do that. Okay. <laughs> thank you guys. That's here's the situation. We'd like to thank Nate DeFort for, uh, for producing this, Julie Nichols for our theme music. And we hope you're enjoying this. If you, if you are, or if you're not, or if you have a situation, we're at here's the situation podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>